Mark Harmon, Kevin Paul with you till 10 o'clock tonight. Cole Wright is coming on home here. Five years with the NFL Network. He's been with ESPN. He's been with Fox Sports 1. He's been with Nesson. And now he's with the Marquee Sports Network anchor, reporter, superstar. And we're all excited to uh, see what the coverage is going to be. Cole, thank you for taking time on 720 WGN. We appreciate it. Yeah, hey, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's it's an honor and a pleasure. You know, I can't I can't wait to get back home and, and wait to get back to Cubs baseball. So I I got a I got I got a little beef with you here, Cole, because you know you're you're the you're you're coming back home. You're here. You haven't changed the Twitter yet. You've got at Cole Wright NFL. We need like we need like a CUB in there. Is is this in the you know in the, in the near future that we're going to change the Twitter handle? I know that's a tough move. You know, absolutely, it's going to get changed. I'm going to let the uh, the social media team at, at uh, Marquee Sports Network handle that because you know every time you, you try to change something, there's there's all these channels you have to go through. Sometimes you lose blue check marks, and you know I don't I don't want any of that to happen. So I'm just going to keep everything status quo until it's time for for the kids, as you call them these days, to get their hands and their fingerprints all over this Twitter and everything. So I'll, I'll let them take care of that stuff. Got to protect the check marks. Smart move, Cole. You, you gotta, absolutely, at all costs. I mean, it's, you got to be straight. Very that that would be that'd be a huge blow. Cole, this has got to be a dream come true, right? You grew up in Naperville. You're a local product. Grew up a Cub fan. Without a doubt, you know it's uh, you know when I, when I graduated college, you know I, I used to live uh, right on Clark and Wrightwood back in the day when when there was a blockbuster video there. I mean, it seems like time flies, but you know to be able to come back home and you know from from being a kid who used to go to games there and you know even a you know a, a college guy who who flamed out you know with, with with my own baseball aspirations, being able to you know just to go to Wrigley and 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 watch games and now to be a, a part. Of, of what's going to go on from the day to day with the Chicago Cubs, like you said, it is a dream come true. So I think everybody wants to know, like, what's it going to look like? How is the team going to be covered? And, and it's obviously very early here, Cole. But what, what can you tell us about what Marquis going to do? You know, it's it's that's still a work in progress. I mean, year one for anything is is always a, a new endeavor, and that's exactly what it's going to be. You know, at, at the Marquee Sports Network. But I, I really feel like we're in great hands. You know, Mike Santini. You know, he's one of the overseers, as is Mike McCarthy, and you know th- those guys. They've had you know their their hands in a lot of big things in the past. I mean, you know, uh, Mike McCarthy was at you know at, at MSG. Um, Mike Santini you know, oversaw MLB Network and everything. How how, how that. Came to life, so I, I think that everything that we're going to be able to do is going to be you know at the forefront, and it's going to be cutting edge. And you know our studios are second to none; they're gorgeous. I mean, I can't wait for everyone to actually lay their eyes on them, you know, for the telecasts. And uh, you know, w- w- once we hit the air, it- it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what what this season is going to bring. I'm very excited to see it as well. Um, this Cubs off season has been a slow one. What, what's your reaction to the way they've approached this free agency period? You know, it's it's. Everyone wants to go out there and they want to make that big splash, but sometimes those big splashes aren't what what guarantees victory. I mean, we've seen some of the, the, you know, the reported big splashes. I mean, obviously the the deal between the Red Sox and the the Twins and the the Dodgers, you know, that one seems to be getting crumbled up and going up in the smoke right now. So uh, it's it's not about the moves that have been made. It's about the moves that are, are still to be made and the solid baseball that's going to be played. So that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm not, not even worried. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just wanting to see how the, the product on the field is going to be. I'm not really worried about any moves that have or haven't been made. Let's just get out there and play ball, and all that thing, everything will settle into itself. Because at last time I looked, 
there's still a lot of solid pieces to this winning puzzle here. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of opinions on certain, on certain parts, but for whatever reason, a lot of those parts are, are still pretty doggone good. And when I'm looking at that hot corner, you know, that's a former MVP. And, and Chris Bryant is, you know, he's you know, almost a generational-type player. So I'm expecting some big things out of him this year, and I can't wait to see him get back to his form. Yeah, I, I listen to my Chris Bryant interview from the 2016 NLCS like at least once a week just so I can get excited for baseball and, 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 rem- and remember the when they were at the mountaintop, and hopefully they'll get back uh, sooner than later here. Hey, Cole, give, Absolutely. Give, give, give a little background here. Let, let's go First Cub memory, a young Cole Wright watching the team. Does anything pop into your head? I mean, Andre Dawson hitting it over a true link fence. I mean, <laughs> when I was growing up, Andre Dawson, the Hawk, that was my guy, number eight. I mean, I wore number eight until I wore number 24, so that was my first real number that I asked for, you know, by number, wanting to be, you know, kind of like Andre Dawson. But, you know, I just remembered him in, you know, the, the season that he, he, you know, he, had a, he was an MVP guy. I mean, he, he was that guy. And, I mean, growing up, you know, listening to Harry on the, on the radio call, Andre Dawson home run was, was second to none. So, you know, Andre Dawson was my guy. You know, it's, it just, it, it, it's, it's hard to believe, like, now that we're, we're grown-ups. And, you know, that it, and it's, it's so much has changed, yet so much has stayed the same. They, they had the uh, poster back in the day, Chicago Classic. It was, it was Dawson, Jordan, and Walter Payton. So yeah, a class all for all seasons. Class? I, I had that in my apartment. Right. right? The 659 West Wrightwood, which is, oh, by the way, now a museum next to the Tadao Ando house. So <laughs> that, that, okay, so you're, you're kind of a Generation Xer, Cole. Is that, am I, am I judging that right? Because if you remember Class for All Seasons, I feel like we're running in the same territory here. I'm I'm 41, so I was born in 78, so class of 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a couple years on you, which is uh, it's a beautiful thing for us. I'm aging beautifully over here, KP. You look great, Kyle. Thank, thank you. Nice. Cole, um, obviously you covered the NFL for the NFL Network for quite some time. As Carmen mentioned, your handle on Twitter is ColeWrightNFL. I'm assuming you grew up a Bears fan. Is that Would that be accurate? I did. I mean, I mean, you know, I I think my my first sports memory is wanting to be Walter Payton. Even though you know I was a baseball player, born and raised my whole life, my you know my, my first you know real sports love was the Chicago Bears and Walter Payton. I mean, there was I mean I had I had kangaroo shoes, I had the boots, uh, you know, where you could put the change in the side pocket and everything. So you know, just just growing up a Bears fan and being you know be, being so close and watching Walter Payton and, and watching how he would carry himself. Like it's, it's funny you make mention of that poster because I mean, you know, how many better guys to be on that poster could there be? I mean, Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, Andre Dawson, and those are my, my, those are my three sports pillars as a kid growing up. Uh, Cole, we're gonna have to introduce you to Jared Payton, our colleague who works at WGN TV oh, now. I, I, I know Jared okay. from our ESPN day. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely, cool. cool, cool. Um, well, speaking of the Bears, I didn't plan to talk about this much Bears today, but it's already the second time I've brought them up. I don't know, maybe because the XFL's on. I've got football on my mind. Um, this past season, just so deflating. Your thoughts, and, and what do they need to do moving forward here? <laughs> uh, win more football games moving forward. I mean, that, that, that would work. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I mean, it's, it's easier said than done winning football games in the National Football League. You only get 16 of them. So, I mean, it's... You know it's tough. Maybe they need to be a, a, a little less, a little less creative and stick more to the script. You know, it's, it's you know from from the outside looking in. I mean, you, you saw a lot of things that worked two years ago, but didn't work this year so much. And you know, I mean, 
I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm far from a, a, a top-flight NFL talent evaluator. I, I just see, you know, when, when they would get away from the run. I mean, obviously, Jordan Howard, you know, he's, he's a guy who is now in Philadelphia. So it, it, it was discouraging to see them get away from you know, your typical Chicago Bears kind of football, you know, defense, running the football. And I would just like to see him get back to more of that. And, you know, I, I would like to see Mitchell Trubisky, you know, play a better brand. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, you have a lot of, you know, a lot of detractors from that cat. But, you know, the one thing I will say is the last time I looked, playing quarterback in the National Football League, not an easy thing to do. It's kind of like getting wins in the NFL. So, I mean, there's, there's 32 starting quarterbacks, and, you know, how, how many of them are poster worthy? You know, how, you know how, even though you're a hometown quarterback, even if there's not a lot of kids, if you're not getting wins, they're going to want to, you know, hang your likeness on their wall. So we'll, we'll see if Mitch Trubisky can, you know, become a poster-worthy quarterback this season. That's still to be told. Yeah, he's not making class for all seasons quite yet. Hey, uh, not, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Hey, hey, Cole, before you get on out of here, uh, all right, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. Do you blame Alex Gonzalez or the fan in the stands more for what happened at 3 I blame Alex Gonzalez. That was Taylor made double play ball, right? I mean, he 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 took it off the hip and tried to get all you know, tried, tried to get all Roger Dorn with it. I mean, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. I love the little major league reference out of nowhere, right there. That was that was that was beautiful. Uh, all right, favorite cup favorite cup manager of all time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go Dusty, man. I mean, any 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 guy that rolls with his own assortment of toothpicks, how, how can you go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have and, the- <laughs> and he has his own likeness on his wristbands? I mean, going back to the old Barry Larkin days. He owns I mean, the look. That's, that's, that's he owns lovely. It. Did, did you great. did you have the in Dusty We Trusty T shirt in in the in the in the Cole Wright closet? I did not. Those were novelty <laughs> T shirts back in the day, and I mean, what are those things? What they, what they run like thirty thirty five bucks? And you know, when that was when that was my heyday, I didn't I didn't have extra thirty thirty five bucks to be throwing around. Yeah, so you got to get it from my guy Howard Cadet, who's uh, the garbage man vendor who go. sells it on the street out there for ten bucks. I think he was flying the industry. Howard does a great job. Cole, Cole uh, Carmen was like one of the biggest Cub fans I knew at least growing up. He was an absolute diehard. He and I had a chance to cover the twenty sixteen World Series. I was sitting next to him as the final out was recorded. And I, it's almost difficult to describe the look on Carmen's face. It was, it was the look of relief, I think, more than anything. I was packing up the computer yeah. in the bottom of the ninth when Kipnis hit a bomb down the right field line that I still swear landed in the seats, but somehow it didn't. And Kevin oh. Powell, Kevin was sitting right next to me. He's like, it was five one. He's like, it's over. They got him. I spoke too soon. Cole, what were you doing for the twenty sixteen? Did you make it out there? Were you just watching as a fan? I went to Game Four. Okay. And it's funny because my old one of my old bosses at Fox said, you know, we had breakfast, and I was at NFL Network, and he was he was just telling me, he's like, oh yeah, I forgot you're a Cubs fan. So if the Cubs make it to the World Series, this is in July. He was telling me, he's like, I got I got a ticket for you. So he told me he potentially have a ticket for Game Four. So I flew back to Chicago, almost missed my flight. My mom, you know, for whatever reason, she it was it was Halloween season, so she always comes to California for Halloween to, to take my my daughter out trick or treating and everything. So she was in town, almost missed my flight, ended up getting a ticket to Game Four, only one because I was walking around with my buddies from college. And I told them like, hey, you know, my uh, executive from Fox got an extra ticket. Sorry, man, you have to. Watch this one from the across the street. So I mean, he was. I think he he bellied up at the full shilling and watched that one. So ended up going to the game. They lost. Got up. Went to, went to Wiener Circle since I used to live like a block away. They saw me at the end of the line. Gave me a few expletives. Put my order in before everybody else. Got my got everything. Went back to Naperville. 
got on a flight, went back to NFL Network, got heckled by a bunch of Indians fans about how the season was over with. And I told them, I said, hey, don't worry about that. Three-game winning streak starts tonight. And sure enough, it did. I was on the air with Andy Mazur after that game, after Corey Kluber shut him down. And that was one of the craziest times in, in Chicago sports history. Hey, uh, one Cub that you want to interview this year called uh, on the team now or, or prior, if you could just sit down with one and do a 20-minute, who would you talk to? I mean, a- any of all time? Does it have to be a hypothetical situation or something that could actually happen? No, uh, Alive. Uh, keep him alive. I'm not going to bring Ron okay. Santo or Ernie back from the dead. But uh, Okay, okay. But, but, I mean, you, obviously you know which way I was going to go with Mr. Cub. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to sit down with Chris Bryant. You know, I'd like to see, you know, how, how he's preparing for this season and then what, what his goals are and, and how he looks to achieve those goals and, you know, how he looks to help get this team back to where they were just a few seasons ago because, I mean, he's still a young man and he's got a lot of potential and, and he's dangerous. I mean, you remember, and everyone remembers all the buzz that was around, you know, Chris and, and the team, and it was, it was rightfully so. And I, I think, you know, to, to restore that in 2020, I, I, think it's, I think it's right around the corner. Hey, shout out to Chris Bryant, by the way, who was at, I believe, an event back home in Las Vegas, and reporters were asking him about, you know, the grievance situation and just his future with the Cubs, and he politely uh, declined to do that because he hadn't had a chance to talk with the Chicago media yet, and he wanted the Chicago reporters who follow the team to get the first story from KB. So I thought that was a class act from KB. That's the kind of guy you'll, you'll be working with, Cole. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be on that class for all seasons uh, poster when it comes out. Maybe not Mitchell, just quite yet, but Chris Bryant, he's going to be on it. Well, let's wrap up with the class for all seasons uh, question. Would Michael Jordan have made it in the big leagues if he had stuck it out? Cole Wright, what do you say? Um, I, I think so. Here's the here's the thing that everyone fails to realize. Everyone sits there and trashes Michael Jordan. Oh, he's terrible. He's garbage. But here's the here's the catch. People don't realize, like, oh, but I mean, I'm sure they do realize that he was playing basketball at the highest level that anyone has ever played in the history of the earth, and when he was in the league. But I mean, if I'm not mistaken, his his batting average was just a shade over 200. 202. I think he had 202. Yeah, had they had four home runs career in, in that summer, or maybe three. I want to say two, but but okay. but, but 30 but, doubles, 50 steals, right? You, you're we're there. And, and you know, word on the street. I mean, I grew up with Jerry Harrison, and you know Jerry's father, Jerry Harrison Sr., told us that he was he was one of the fastest guys in the organization from top to bottom. He was faster than Tim Raines in sixty time, and if you look at his numbers compared to Ricky Williams, the football player's numbers as a minor leaguer with the Philadelphia Phillies, I mean they're not too far off. And the, the, the Phillies paid for Ricky Williams to go to the University of Texas and set all kinds of records on the football field. And Ricky Williams played multiple seasons. I, I don't think Ricky Williams had over five home runs as a minor leaguer. If I'm not, I'm, I might not be too far off. But, I mean, for, for Mike Jordan to be able to pick up a bat like that and, and, and do what he did in such a small amount of time. I mean, I was just watching the clip the other day from the Crosstown Classic, you know, when, when MJ got a, got a double. At 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 ten sixty. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was unbelievable. I saw you retweeted it. That's why I brought it up because it brought a big smile to my face. Kevin Pollock got trivia for you on that one. Who did who did Jordan get his two hits off in that game? Uh, oh, I don't know. I got, oh. I got nothing. Who who is it? I feel like the the go to is Steve Tratchel. 
<laughs> Steve Traxel is, is an excellent choice, but it was not him. One of them, one of them did uh, TV and radio in this town. He's one of the great guys going. The lefty Dave Otto. Uh, okay. But, and the, but the other was was uh, the the right hander out of the bullpen, rando guy by the name of Chuck Krim, who gave who gave only Carmen would know this. I'll, I'll bust out a Chuck Krim on you out of nowhere. Hey, Cole, congrats on the gig, man. We're looking forward to watching. Appreciate you taking time tonight, and uh, best of luck at the Marquee Sports Network. Congrats on coming home. Hey, thanks, guys. Anytime. My pleasure. It was our pleasure. Cole Wright with us here on 720 WGN, who's in the studio host reporter role. Kind of going to be the uh, he's going to be the cap over, over at Marquee Sports All Network. Right. Yeah. All right, quick time out. Coming on up here, Des Clark, former Bear, in studio after 7 o'clock. He's, he's going to inspire you, me, and everyone. That's uh, sweet stuff from Des uh, this week that I want to talk about. 720 WGN.